How to Create a Glitch Monologues Season 18 Chapter 4 This is Season 18 of How to Create a Glitch in the Matrix Monologues Episode 4. In this episode, we will be talking about the relationship between realities and the social economy among other things. First of all, one's reality is relative. Individuals possess an intrinsic consensual reality comprised of their habits, bodily rhythms, interfacing with the celestial rhythms and their archetypal constellation. For example, a person may have expectations about the weather, or expectations about when they will be able to eat next. These expectations find their root in their bodily rhythms, which produce, for example, a gustatory response around the same time each day. The consensual reality that each person possesses, surrounds them, animates the world and people around them. But beyond it, lies the non-consensual reality of a person. This is the space, just at the edge of their observation or attention, where things don't always go quite as they expect. Often, the content is dialectical to their self-attributions. It is where their shadow self resides. A person may never go to certain areas of town, instinctively, or certain stores, instinctively, etc. because beneath the conscious awareness is an understanding that those places will bring out the shadow self. But non-consensual realities can coexist with consensual, in the sense that they are not strictly segregated by spatial location, but rather to some limited degree intermingle. The non-consensual animates the subjective components of one's experience such that their judgments about people and things reflects a rejection of their shadow selves. Now, when an individual interacts with another actor, that person is either acting further to the non-consensual or the consensual in any given case. This means that a person can become the embodiment of the non-consensual as a non-consensual actor. For example, two people may have a dispute. That is to say, they have a financial disagreement. Each has a particular view of what happened. Their consensual realities contradict. There are two ways this can end, with compromise through the body of a judicial action, and consent, which preserves the consensual while altering it. Or they can remain in conflict, in which case the court will impose a non-consensual reality through an order, with concomitant expectations. Now, Judicial officers are to the extent of their ability to impose a non-consensual reality, make an order, agents of force. But force is the mechanism for the denial of privileges, ultimately. The fundamental basis for a non-consensual reality is often contractual, relying upon expectations created by the social contract. Violation of that contract generates the denial of privileges. Thus, although the social economy, social contracts, act to create a network of consensual realities, they also act in non-consensual realities to produce expectation compliance. These two options for the imposition of a non-consensual reality, force and contractual produce expectation compliance. The foundation of the consensual is the relationship between the tonic and the dominant. The dominant maintains a given level of social tension through the dominant, whose postural releases in response to tension, represent the self-consciousness of a second-orientation individual. That relationship creates consistent expectation matching by the two parties, which translates into an exchange of attention for confidence. Now, deference applies to any situation where one actor meets the expectations of another actor to the other actor's benefit. Deference can be created by force acting, 
by coercive power in a social contract. Whenever you do something unconsciously that benefits someone else, that is deference. But deference is the mechanism for the effectuation of expectations in a non-consensual reality. Within a non-consensual reality, authority and force manifest as deference. Within social exchanges, reality can shift from consensual to non-consensual and back again. Generally, people will instinctively avoid the non-consensual and this manifests as the taking of outs. For example, let's say six people are seated in a living room discussing everyday topics. The conversation begins to veer in the direction of some sensitive subject to one person, bringing out their shadow self. Often this person will leave the room in advance in anticipation of this. How does this work? Social tension precedes verbal expression. When a person becomes aware of a rising social tension, they will react, to take an out, long before the conversation has turned. But outs need not be complete. A person may just look away, or be distracted for a period. They may begin another conversation with another person which interferes with their ability to consciously hear the other conversation. Thus, patterns of conversational fragmentation are often reflective of the contraction of a person's consensual reality. Finally, waves of consensual reality manifest as P waves, that is parasympathetic waves. Waves of non-consensual reality manifest as S waves, or sympathetic waves. This reflects the fact that the non-consensual frequently generates a flight or fight response socially, which, unchecked causes an individual to escape the source of stress or anxiety. Consensual realities are also maintained by the facilitation of others' bodily rhythms. It is also important to note that two people's consensual reality can contradict. Two individuals can have a completely different perception of what has occurred, in relation to time, or activity. The consensual is not merely a reflection of objectivity, it is a shaper of the subjective. There is no truly objective, merely priority among consensual or non-consensual realities. The ability to shape consent generates the ability to impose a consensual reality. The ability to act in spite of non-consent is the ability to impose the non-consensual. Mirroring represents expectation matching which results in conjoining of two expectation fields, generating a consensual reality as between two or more actors. That's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, please like, comment and subscribe.